Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. Wonderful, guys! I I feel in my heart to share this word, and I believe the Lord is going to speak to us. Just pray, Father. I pray that you will speak to us. Uh, I pray that it won't be just uh, 20 minutes of just hearing someone talk. It will just go into our system. It will transform us inside out. Father, we are called to represent you to this world. And I pray that you will equip us. Church is a place where we gather to equip so that we can be scattered to share the good news. Uh, so, Father, I pray that you will, uh, you will anoint my lips as I share in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. A week before last week, Sister Roshni was sharing on uh, the life of James. And the week before, I was doing on Zoom uh, just a review on what we believe in Papa's house. And I talked about uh, the four things. I don't know whether you remember you had the time to uh, listen to the message. The four foundations or the four uh, core belief that we hold close to our hearts. The number one is the name of Jesus that gives us who we are an identity. We are not uh, what we do, but we are who we are in Christ. That identity comes in 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 Jesus. So that I, that's the number one thing that we hold on to the name of Jesus. And the second one, uh, we talked about the blood of Jesus. Uh, that's our security. Our security does not come from, uh, you know, our own righteousness or trying to, say, you know, climb up the ladder of this religious uh, holiness. But our security is being simply coming under the blood of Jesus. And the third one, we talked about the word of God, which is not just an opinion that we can choose from, but it is an ultimate opinion that we our life is built upon that gives us a sense of authority. So we talked about how the word of God is not just uh, comes to um, uh, encourage us, but also to empower us uh, to live a lifestyle that is worthy of what God has called us to. And the last but not the least, praise and worship. That is not something, an event, but a lifestyle, actually an attitude that whatever we do is worthy of uh, uh, God's uh, you know, praise and worship to him. So we, we addressed that uh, in, in a detailed for like almost 30 minutes each one, and we talked about it. And I mentioned this uh, uh, two weeks ago, uh, the heart of God is the Father, the face of God is Jesus, and the voice of God is Holy Spirit, and uh, the hand of God is the church. And many times, the hand of God is the only thing that is visible for the non-Christians. The church is the only thing that is visible. And But if the church does not represent uh, Christ, it represents Christianity, then the people have a problem they look at the church and they say something is wrong. This is something, another religion or another cult. So the heart of God is the father. So the church has to represent the heart of God. And the face of God is Jesus. And so everything that we do, our ministry, and and, and that's what it says in, in, in Acts chapter 1. Everything that Jesus began to start and do, we are continuing. 
And that's the ministry. We don't have any other ministry. We just continue the ministry of Jesus. And what is the ministry of Jesus in Isaiah 61.1? It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord came upon me. So he's anointed me to preach the good news. So that's what the face of God is Jesus. So our, our lifestyle has to reflect Jesus. The third one is the voice of God is Holy Spirit. So the voice of God is Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, I have shared this before, Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. So Jesus reveals the heart of the Father. So they all work together. So the word of God is the Holy Spirit. So the church has to represent the voice of the Jesus, the Holy Spirit to the world. And so if the church fails to do that, then the world looks at the church and says, this is a religious church. This is a, a church that doesn't sink into what they believe. So that's just a summary. But what we're going to do today, we're going to go a little bit deeper on some of the uh, some of the value systems that we hold on in Papa's house. And I believe why I share this, I, I believe like at least once a year or or uh, two times a year, I, you hear me talking about some of those values and foundations of what we hold on closer. Why? Because, uh, you, you know, we, we in Papa's house, we are not a big uh, tribe, but uh, we also have a floating population. People just come and go for two weeks, three weeks and touch and go. And some people, they stay longer and then they move on and uh, to another city. But uh, what we, our hearts is to really see the heart of God uh, being, you know, imparted in the ones that come into the doors of Papa's house so that they can have a listening here, but also a receptive spirit uh, so that they can continue into the ways that God has called us to, you know. So what we will be talking today is uh, for uh, uh, more values, like what we value, what we give importance to in our hearts. Uh, so the first thing is, and I've said this before, and I'm, I'm going to say it again, you know, God is our father. So, and he is good. And we believe God is a good God and he is our father. And it sounds very simplistic or even it doesn't have, uh, you know, a very heavy uh, uh, theological you know, uh, words, but it's just a simple understanding. We believe in Papa's house. Uh, we have a God and he is, a fa is our father and he is good. And I like what Bill Johnson says, uh, you know, uh, relax. God is in a good mood. And I believe many of us, uh, I'm not sure where you come up from, but I grew up that thinking God is always either mad at you or sad at you. Mad at you because you messed up. Sad at you because you keep on doing the same thing again and again. So I want to prophesy over you. You are not. God is not mad at you. God is not sad at you. God is glad over you. So when you believe something, you also reflect something. And I've said this before. When the truth moves from you know uh, a concept to conviction, it affects the behavior. So when you believe something here but then it goes down into your heart and you say god i know you are a god and you are not just a god you're my father you are not only you're my father you are good what happens it affects our behavior so what happens the behavior changes and one of the things the consequence of that belief system 
what happens is we dream big. We always encourage people to say, hey, with God, it is possible. You can dream big. You can, that doesn't mean you have to have, you know, pray for a multiplication of a new house, a big car, a big bank balance. We're not just talking about the prosperity part of that. We're talking about the holistic part of that with God. When you know God is your father, when you know he is good, when you know that he cares for you, that brings us to a place of conviction that we know that we know that we know that he is a good father so I can dream, you know. And uh, so Isaac, where we live here in the southern part of Georgia, where we live, it's a gun culture. So Isaac for his Christmas, a gift, the, the people who host us uh, gave him a gun. I mean, not a real gun, but it's just a BB gun. And uh, so it's got a six round and so it's got two guns. I mean, you can you can shoot at the birds. It can hurt the birds. Uh, yeah, probably will kill the birds, but it won't kill a person. So me and my son went for shooting in the open place today, and we were doing that, and we lost some of the bullets. So he's like, Daddy, you know what you need to do? He just on the way back, he was telling, you need to get on Amazon and get me some more bullets. And I'm thinking, this guy, he has no clue about the cost of the bullets. He has no clue about the cost of, of what's it's going to be. But he just has the complete confidence that his father is a good father and he is going to buy for him. And he's dreaming. I told him, son, these are things that we don't even know. I have never even bought it. Somebody gave it. We want to use this. That's it. But And so this is what I want to encourage you. When you believe God is good, when you believe Father, God is my Father and He is good, what do you do? Your value system, when you believe that, you, 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 it changes into, into an action that you can dream big. And I want to encourage you, church, my dear brothers and sisters, are you dreaming big? Are you asking God for nations? You know, I used to say this and I sometimes feel like a fool, but it's okay. I used to pray and I have said this over and over. I'm praying for Velur that Velur will be clean, green and beautiful. You know, Velurians will be known for loving, kind and compassionate. It's not seen like that. You know, Velur business will be known for ethical and integrity. The climate will change. And I've been saying one day we will have, you know, even boat ride in parlor and there is water flowing now you know and uh, nitya kumar the constructor is he called me on the other day and he said this has been in the history of velur almost 200 years never had waters like that so i don't know it's true or wrong i mean i don't know if it is right i didn't do any research on that but i want to ask you guys i want you to dream big if you believe god is good if you believe god is your father Start dreaming, believe, big, big, that say, God, give me this mountain. You know, there was a guy in the Bible, his name was Caleb. Caleb went with Joshua when he was 40 years old and he spied the land. Only two guys came with the positive news. With God, we can overcome. You know, the rest of them all said, no, 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 no. And eventually, you know the story, all of them died. And these two guys remained and then they conquered. And Caleb was now 85 years old. And he goes back to Joshua and he says, 
I am strong as I was 40 years old. Now give me back this mountain, Ebron. Amen. I don't see your faces. If you, if you agree with me, thumbs up or put a uh, hands up or anything. Say, say, God, yes, I know you are good. I know you are my father. So I'm going to dream big. I'm going to say, Lord, I'm not going to just say, you know what? I'm just going to wait for the six more months a bond to over or another two more years i'm going to be you know going to some other city no say god give me this mountain give me this city give me this nation you know and you heard probably the stories of what's happening in karnataka with all uh, the challenges of the churches and also in gurgaon yesterday when the christmas meeting was going on you know and this hindu uh, bjp guy mla walked in and started chanting you know all those uh, stuff and my my brothers and sisters we need to pray you know in the midst of this we need to say jesus you are still on the throne jesus your kingdom is alive jesus you never fought against a religious person because that is not your your cup of tea jesus you are here to introduce us to your kingdom so introduce india to your kingdom jesus amen hello <laughs> amen are you there amen. that's amen. The, that's the first one so when you when you believe god is my father and is good you dream big the second belief that we hold on very close to our heart in in papa's house and that's why some of the things that it it emulates in our in our behavior we believe father gave his son jesus for me so, and I am free indeed. So that's why we celebrate that, that anyone who come in, in out of addiction or any challenges, we celebrate that if sun sets free, John 8, 20, 32 says, if the sun sets free, I am free indeed. And we believe in that. We believe that God has sent Jesus to set people free. So we believe we, that's why we send people, even when the teams come and we go on outreach, when we lay hands on people, we believe today I prayed for one lady and, uh, and she's 88 years old and uh, she lost one eye vision. Another one has infection and she's addicted to smoking. And she's one of the host relative aunt. She lives in her own trailer down there. And, uh, and we went to pray and I, I'm, I'm praying, God, I know you are a good father. I know. And she used to be a biology teacher. And, uh, but then, Something went wrong in her family. She all went south, you know, just bitterness and everything. I can't go in details of that, but I just started praying, God, you are the one that brings healing, you know, and um, the, the place where we are at, they don't go into that all, all out and praying for healing. And I just say, God, I know you set people free. The sun came to set people free. So I'm going to take, you know, when you believe that, you're going to make a decision. So I took risk. I risk, you know, we take risk and we say, God, we going to take risk and start praying for people. Nothing happened, but I'm believing that your obedience is what God is looking for. God is not looking for your reasoning. God is not want, God doesn't want your understanding. God just wants your obedience. You just step out in faith and say, God, I know you came to set us free. And that's what your job is. So I'm just going to risk. I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to step out in faith. And when you do that, my brothers and sisters, things 
works miraculously you know so when you believe that jesus has set you free what do you do it affects your behavior what 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 happens you become a risk taker you go and tap on shoulders and you say can i pray for you is there something that you 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 want to do you know that's something that you could do while you are in the booth people come inside and you prescribe the medicine and you talk to them everything worked logically everything finished but then the holy spirit inside of you because you know jesus has set you free so you can risk you can take risk and you say you know what i'm a risk taker so i'm going to go one more thing like my brother sunil you know uh, uh, asked this particular lady you know vyadhiye pathi pesno namba walkey pathi pesom i i'm i'm sure i i'm 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 quoting him correct so that kind of risk taking you just take one more step and say i'm going to go one more step and say you know i, I i'm going to risk with god you know what my brothers and sisters we lose nothing in taking risk you know why because god is not looking at how you failed god is just looking at your obedience a little step of obedience i heard this guy todd white he used to pray every time and whenever he prays people don't get healed in fact they go opposite so it people get sick even get sicker and eventually they even die so he prayed for like he said around 2500 people he prayed until first healing happened my brothers and sisters i want to ask you this question i don't know whether you're looking at me or i can't see your faces but i want to ask you this question i'm looking at you on your on your emojis but i'm just saying to you it doesn't matter how many times you prayed and doesn't work just keep going keep going because you know why because god is still in the business of setting people free amen and that's our job that's what we believe in papa's house we believe god is good and he is in a good mood so what does that mean that means i am i am going to i'm going to dream big and we believe god he has set people free through his son so i'm going to say i'm going to take a risk and step of faith and i'm going to pray for people encourage people ask people and ask god for a divine you know word of knowledge or word of wisdom so that we can share that to people and so that we can be a blessing amen and the third one we believe very closely in our heart in papa's house that nothing is impossible with jesus nothing is impossible with jesus and and that's some that's one of the reason we take communion every time we take communion because we know the blood of jesus we said this again and again and it's not a mantra it's not something you quote again and again it so it becomes some kind of a you know magic genie or something that it comes up you know we are not that kind of a, you know into some kind of eastern mysticism where you quote again and again so that eventually it will erupt no 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 that's not what but it's just speaking over our soul <clears throat> excuse me it's to speak over our soul says nothing is impossible with jesus that means in isaiah 53 it says in his wounding we found our healing yes that's something that we hold on to so what happens when we when we believe that there is nothing impossible with jesus what is going to be our action what is going to be our outward behavioral modification we can trust god at all times we can trust god at all times there may be situation where it's so challenging to trust god you know but we still trust god it may look like 
everything messed up, but we can still trust God. In the midst of crazy situation, we can still trust God. My brothers and sisters, I can tell you stories since the time we've been uh, we've been here in this country. The, the, since the accident happened, we we just like Lord, what's going on? But then the Lord kind of brought us back to this place. Nothing is impossible with Jesus. Nothing is impossible with Jesus. And I tell you what, I said to the Lord, Lord, I know you brought us here for a time of refreshment, a time of renewal, so that we can go back with a sense of greater purpose, greater calling, renewed purpose, renewed sense of calling, so that we can continue what you called us to do. And I tell you, my brothers and sisters, it is so incredibly beautiful to see how the Lord unpacks everything. And I want to encourage you, when you say, Jesus, you paid everything on the cross, what do you do? You trust him. So that's what we said, Lord, this country, you know, a simple x-ray. They took an x-ray for Eunice to check uh, everything for, sorry, for Isaac. Because when the car hit, uh, you know, he was saying back pain, back pain. So we went to the emergency, you know, they took one x-ray. One x-ray is $500. I was like, Lord Jesus. I really thank God for CMC that time. <laughs> one x-ray for $500. I mean, you don't do the math on that time 74. But anyway, so, but I was saying, Lord, what is this? But I know I can still trust you. I can trust you in all times. You know what? Miraculously, the insurance guy, uh, I called him. And this is a beautiful story. An insurance guy called him and he said, unfortunately, your policy, uh, because no one guided me here when, I, when, I, when we had this car. And uh, so uh, this policy does not cover your medical. And I said, man, I don't know what to do. I'm going to be in, 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 in debt. And I went before the Lord as a family. We said, Lord, you're a good father. I can trust you. You set people free. Yes. And your blood paid it all. And nothing is impossible with you. Two, three days later, I think almost a week later, the insurance guy texts me and says, are you free to talk? I said, yes. And I said, we, I talked to my senior. This is what he said. And I quote, I talked to my senior and we're going to do something out of the policy. Hear my words, out of the policy. And he says, we're going to cover your medical bill expenses. <laughs> so the ambulance to take the place where we hit and to go to the ambulance, the ambulance came and picked us up, went to the ER just to pick us from there to the hospital. It was maybe two kilometers Per person, they charged $1,200, $1,200. So you do the math, $2,400. That's like almost, you know, one and a half lakhs. And this guy says, we are out of our policy. We going to go and pay all your medical bills. Hallelujah. What does that mean? When I believe, when we believe nothing is impossible with Jesus, I can trust God at all times. I said, Lord, I'm your son. I didn't come here to climb the corporate ladder of America or to try a big American dream, nothing. I came here 
to be refreshed, to be touched by you, to be strengthened by you. I came here and I, I'm not going to go and put my poor missionary face to anyone to go and beg or talk. I don't even want to tell all the details to anyone. I'm just going to trust you at all times. My brothers and sisters, that's what God can do. The last but not the least, we hold very close in our hearts. This is what we close in our hearts. You know, we believe that in Papa's house, everyone is significant and, and valuable in the eyes of God. That's why we celebrate diversity. That's why we, in Papa's house, if you notice, then I mean, even in the chat, very few people are here. We have a very diverse family and we believe, like my brother from West Bengal is married to a, a, a person from Andhra Pradesh, you know, and we have people from Kerala, we have people from, you know, different parts of India. Our sister, one of the elders is from uh, Sikkim and we have that diversity, you know, people, we don't, we, we, it's, it's not a, a Malu group or a Tamil group or a Telugu group or in a Northeast group. We have, we celebrate, we celebrate diversity. And, and when we celebrate diversity, you know what happens? When we believe that everyone is significant and not only, uh, not only significant, everyone is significant, but not just as peers, but also those who work, uh, you know, not in the same pay grade or somebody who even works under you. We believe that even the securities, we treat them with disrespect. We, we treat them, you know, our brothers, I told them, hey, don't call security by name, call him Anna. And that's what they do. You know, they call them security Anna. And even though these guys, the security will call Linu Sir, Peter Sir, but they will call Anna. And you know why? Because it tells that we are called, when I believe that everyone is significant, I am called to serve with all of my heart. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to serve only the, you know, uh, uh, big uh, donors or, you know, big, uh, how can I say, uh, uh, wealthy uh, uh, patients, but I'm going to serve even the least. I like what uh, my brother Sunil said on the other day, you know, my contribution towards Papa's house is every time when you see a poor person on the street, and this is what he said, when you see a poor person who need medical attention, you just straightly bring it to the hospital. We will treat that person with utmost care. And I have stories to say, so many of them, Linu, Peter, and Patrick, we have taken so many of them. I would just tell them, they would call me and say, Anna, we found this guy once, one guy poured, what was that, Linu? Acid or what was that? Acid, he opened the acid bottle. Opened acid. Uh, was called. He said, what do you use? he's drunk and he's numbing his pain. I said, call Brother Sunil and rush it to the hospital. And, and that's it. The rest is history. <laughs> you know, and we saw him other day, got healed and all. But then he's still drinking, whatever. But we believe everyone is significant. When you believe everyone is significant, what happens? You sow with all of your heart. My brothers and sisters, I want to I want to encourage you. I want I'm, I'm gonna wrap it up, but I want to encourage you by remembering these things because these are very important. Because if you view people ask you, you know, like, hey guys, are you going to church somewhere? What kind of church is that? You believe this is what we believe, you know. We believe God is our father and he's in a good mood. So I 
I can dream big. I believe Vellur will one day bow its knee before the King of Glory. And what else you believe? We believe that Jesus set us free so I can take a risk and share the gospel to others. I'm not going to be politically correct trying to hold on to everything. And what else you believe? I We believe that nothing is impossible with Jesus. So that means I'm going to trust God in all situations. I'm going to trust God in all situations. And last but not the least, uh, you know, what else you believe? I am significant. You are significant. In fact, everyone is significant in the eyes of God. So my call is to serve every single person with all of my heart. Amen. The church will never be, you know, and Rick Warren said this, and I quote, the church is not measured by how big is the seating capacity. The church is measured how big by the sending capacity. <laughs> I like that. The church is not measured by how big its seating capacity. The church is measured by how big is the sending capacity. My prayer is this, that we will gather on Sundays, but then we will scatter for the rest of the week to inform about the kingdom that we host. Amen? Amen? So we, we are not just gathering to have a holy religious group on Sunday so that we can try different food and have communion and enjoy. No, 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 no. We gather on Sundays to be equipped, but then we are scattered throughout the city to inform about the king and the kingdom that is upon us. Amen? And that can be happened when we believe God is good. He is in a good mood. Say this with me. God is in a good mood. I can dream big. Amen. God is in a good mood. I can dream big. Everyone is significant. So I am going to serve with all of my heart. And nothing is impossible with Jesus. So that I can trust him at all times. This, Jesus has set me free. So I'm going to take a risk. And I'm going to do whatever I can do. And trust him to do the impossible. Amen. Brothers and sisters, I'm done with this. And I want you uh, to take a moment. And this week, what we're going to do, I'm going to be sending a few questions that you will ponder on this month, uh, this week, uh, excuse me, in your free time. And you will, you will ask the, you will sit quietly and you will have some time between you and God. And uh, this is something that we do every year. We, we go through the calendar and we say, God, how you came through every month. And if you look at our calendar from January to December, every single month, God has done something miraculous in your life. Every week he has done, every day he has done. But you can say, God, what do you have done on January? What did you do on February? What did you do on March? You remember the time when oxygen crisis was going on, you know? And oh, the Lord brought oxygen tanks to, to us. And I remember, I remember from we could able to smuggle oxygen from Bombay. One of my YWAM friends brought it in the middle of the night. And I called Brother Sunil. And then he co coordinated with Karigiri Hospital. And they were at the end of their oxygen. You remember that? I don't know whether you remember the story. We, we were in the end of that place. And the, and the director, Karigri, I, I still have his email. I forgot his name. He said, Brother Charles, thank you. We were almost running out. And we could able to 
get this. Thank you so much. You know, every single month, God did something miraculous in your life that you could look back and say, you know, Berkman's used to sing this song in Tamil. And Kadandavanda Padigale, Tirimbi Parkerin, Kanirod Kartave, Andri Soligrin. I look back my ways and I thank the Lord with the tears in my eyes. And that's what the Lord has done in our lives. So I, I will be sending some questions. So take some time to ponder on and say, God, how my faith has been stretched. How have I grown with you, in you? How did I share the gospel? How, how I was being vulnerable in, 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 in the times of challenges? Did I, did I react when I when the pain was there, or did I uh, did I allow you to heal me during this time? You know, so there are a few things I will be sharing with you. So you go through that and let the Lord minister to you and come with an expectation. Ask God, maybe take a day or two in this week to fast and pray and say, God, what do you have for 2022? You know. And we, we are not going to get all spooky and say, God, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. Just sit on, on, on God and say, God, what do you have for my family? If you're married, have kids, and you don't have kids, doesn't matter. Just say, God, where do you want to take us to 2022? What is your design for 2022? You know, get a personal word, get a corporate family word, get a, you know, a sense of a national word on the city-wise, and allow the Lord to speak to you. It's going to be so beautiful. Amen? Everybody okay? Thumbs up or are you there? I'm going to, we're going to take some moment to take communion. I want to wrap this time in communion, but I want to pray with you before uh, we take communion. Father, I pray that this will not just sit in our mind and just, uh, uh, just uh, put us in a place where we say, yeah, I believe this, this is what I this, but I pray that it will go deeper in our hearts, Lord, that we will be risk takers. We can trust you in all times, that we will dream big, and we will sow well the city that people will know. These guys are not just ordinary Christians. They are representing another kingdom. So I pray, Father, for each and every one, for those who made it online, for those who call themselves that they are part of this unique tribe as Papa's house, I pray that you will fill them up with your presence and you will strengthen them, Lord. I pray for your grace to manifest, Lord. And I also pray in the tough times, uh, we will not retract, but we will continue to hold on to you and to your promises because you were the one who called us and you will fulfill what you promised us. And I pray for those wombs that you bless them, especially, Father, those, um, those uh, uh, sisters who got married, they're trusting for a baby. I pray for your special blessing upon the wombs. I pray for the sons and daughters of Papa's house that you will continue to strengthen them that they will be ambassadors of your kingdom we thank you father hallelujah